The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. You're all right, Betsy. My you're goodness, right what's here. the trouble? Will you tell Aunt Effie what happened while Mommy finds a Band-Aid, dear? Mm -hmm. Jimmy Brewster hit me and knocked my tooth out. What? A tooth out? Well, my goodness, was it an upper or lower? Upper, right here. Oh, gracious, I should say. Now, why would Jimmy Brewster hit you? Because I hit him. Oh, I see. And why did you hit him? Because he's always making fun of me. Mommy. Yes, here, hold your face up now. Let me see your lips. Oh, I want to change my last name. <laughs> change your last name? Well, you can do that when you get married. What's the matter with Piper? Jimmy Brewster always makes fun of me. He's always saying Betsy Piper picked a peck of pickle pecks. <laughs> pickle peppers. Oh. Well, that's nothing to get mad at. Now, you stop your worrying. <laughs> Did you save your tooth? Yes. Well, don't forget to put it under your pillow tonight. Yes, you want the fairies to leave you down. Hello. Hello. There's Daddy. Go Anybody show the home? tooth that got knocked out, dear. For Pete's sakes, who has been on the telephone? I have been calling and calling since 3 o'clock. Since 3 o'clock, I get nothing but a busy signal. Oh, well. Who's my tooth, I don't know, Tell dear. I is. haven't I've been on the phone at all. And I haven't Crazy. either. Well, somebody's Daddy? been on that phone hour no, after Daddy? hour. Beep, 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 beep. Look, Daddy, Jimmy Brewster hit me and knocked my tooth out. anything there. that can drive a man crazy is trying to call home and get nothing but a busy signal. I tell you, it's enough well, to make Daddy? it what is it, darling? What? What? What's that? It's my tooth. Oh, fine. Lovely. My goodness. Yes, darling. Since 3 o'clock this afternoon, I'm telling you steadily. Well, beep, I'm sorry, beep, dear. Beep, there must beep. have been something wrong with the phone because I haven't been on it at all. Yeah, well, I tried to well, get you Well, what did you want? Huh? What did you want? Oh! Oh, 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 oh. I wanted to tell you to get dressed up. <laughs> so darn mad over the busy signal, I forgot what I was calling about. Listen, we're going out to dinner with a vice president from the head office. Out to dinner? Yeah, now step on it, will you, and get all oh, dressed look up. look at my hair. What will I wear? Really, I do think you might give me some notice, dear, on Are you things. kidding? Look, I tried to call well, you. Well, nobody was on the phone. Nobody. All I got was this beep, no, beep, somebody. Well, don't argue. If you're going, uh, you better get ready. Nobody was on the phone. There's no doubt about it, people are more interesting than anybody. The troubles they get into, their fears, their dangers, their achievements, that's the stuff of which drama is made. You can enjoy some especially good examples of it with a couple of shows heard every Saturday here on CBS Radio. One of them takes you back in time to acquaint you with some very real people of the Old West. Men, women, and children with the same kind of hopes and fears that we have today, though they live in the rougher, more demanding world of the frontier. That show is Gunsmoke the most widely acclaimed of all Western dramas, and you can hear it every Saturday of most of these same stations. The other Saturday drama we'd like to recommend introduces you to an even wider variety of people, all the varied characters who move in and out of a great city hospital. You'll meet doctors and nurses and orderlies as well as the patients, all of them facing crises of one kind or another, crises that are full of interest and suspense. So get acquainted with some of them yourself, right here on CBS Radio. <laughs> Right.
rushing around and uh, getting all dialed up at a moment's notice to go somewhere. Look, I tried to call. Where are my cufflinks? Well, nobody was on the phone. Nobody no. in the top drawer. I suppose the phone was just busy all by itself. Mm -hmm. They're not here. Well, it must have been. I wasn't talking. Look in the little leather box. Well, I've given the baby his bottle, and he went right to sleep. Oh, that's wonderful, Aunt Effie. We should mm -hmm. be home before his 10 o'clock bottle, won't we, dear? Uh, I don't know, darling. When will we be home? Mr. Cranshaw is going to be there, too. We're going to discuss something rather important. Well, will we be through discussing it before the baby's 10 o'clock bottle? I do not know. Why? What difference does it make? Well, uh, well we'll try to get home, Aunt Effie. Don't worry, oh, dear. Well, it doesn't matter. It's just the last night, that's all. Yes, I, I, I know well, it, Aunt Effie. go finish getting dinner for Betsy and me. Yeah, well, thank you, Aunt Effie, for What's helping us. What's going on? Why should we have to well, rush home? You know how crazy Aunt Effie is about Clark Gable. Well, he's over here at the neighborhood theater in something or other, and it's the last night. Oh, oh well, she'll live, I guess. Well, so naturally, if I'd known we were going out, Aunt Effie could have gone at 5 o'clock, and then she'd have been back in time to babysit for us. I Look, I tried to call. I tell well, you, all I got now was this beep, beep, oh, beep. Oh, stop it, please. My women will please. get on the phone and sit on it for hours I on end. I wasn't on the phone. Nobody was. You must have been dialing the wrong number. Here, zip me up the back. Let Darling, I was not dialing the wrong number. Turn around, Well, turn nobody around. was using the phone. Maybe I should have pressed this dress. No, the dress is fine. Stand still, will you? Zipper works a little hard on the dress. Because yeah, I know. Don't just yank it now. now be careful. Will you just stand well. up? Will you stand still and stand up straight? There. Oh, well, you'll have to hold your breath. There. <laughs> All right, that's done. Now, come on, let's go. We are supposed to meet in the lobby of the Minnewaji Club. Well, so now, let's get going. Minnewaji? going to the Minnewaji Club? Yes, darling, yes. I told you we're Cranshaw's guest. He, he belongs oh, to it. why didn't you tell me, well, dear? Well, I thought I did. What difference does it make? Well, I can't go to the Minnewaji Club in this. Why not? You're all dressed up. I'm too dressed up. They don't wear silk cocktail dresses there. Why, why not? You look lovely, darling. You look They're just fine. They're even fancier. They wear very plain things with expensive jewel oh, sweaters. Oh, honey, the heck with it. Come go on. Go over to Myra's and ask if I can borrow her white sweater. Why should you borrow a white sweater of Myra's? Dear, it's all bedecked and bedizened with rhinestones and pearls and very fancy, and I'll wear it with my plain blue linen, which I hope is cleaned and pressed. Oh, it isn't. I wore it to that luncheon last Tuesday. I forgot. Go to Myra's, will you please, dear, and get her sweater. Oh, look at this. Get her sweater, darling. Barbara. And Effie, mm -hmm. get out the iron for me. Why, why, you can't give me a little notice when we're... Notice? I started calling you at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock this nobody afternoon. Nobody was on the phone. All nobody I get was... is this beep, 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 look, beep. Why hours. don't you go without me? Huh? I mean it. Make some excuse and go without darling, me. Darling, you do not to seem go. to understand we will be discussing something very important at this dinner tonight. In front of your wives? It has got to do with our wives. What? Well, I'm not going to tell you any more about it. A surprise? Never mind. Now, I'm not going to say a word. You just step on it and get ready. You'll hear all about it at dinner. Now, will you hurry up? We have got to be there by seven. What is she doing? Well, you can't expect a woman to get ready in nothing flat, especially when she's getting dressed up to go to the Minnewaji Club. Well, she was practically ready when I came downstairs. She always does that. She yells, go on, go on, you get in the car, I'll be right there. Mm. And I wait, and I wait, and I wait. What in Sam Hill are you doing? Honey, did you hear me? Oh, yes, I expect they heard you down in the next block. Well, I don't care, frankly. What are you doing? Well, as usual, we're going to be late. I don't care. My, I give up. it certainly must be fun to get dressed up and go and have dinner at the Minnewaji Club. Oh, those places are all alike, Aunt Effie. Oh, but that's a very exclusive country club, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. We've been there before. Certainly nothing very exciting about it. My, sounds exciting to me. I certainly would love to see what it looks like on the inside. Ah, well, it's not so special. For Pete's sake, are you coming with me or not? Look, I have got to leave at 7 o'clock now. I told him we'd meet them there at 7 o'clock. 
You know how Cranshaw is. He's a, he's a stickler for punctuality. I certainly would like to see what the Minnewaji Country Club looks like on the Oh, inside. there, there you are. Well, now, what have you been doing? Now, come on, will you? Go on, go on. Get in the car. I'll be right out. Go on. All I have to do is find my purse. Oh! You will. We'll look for it, Betsy. Well, may I ask, what is Sam Hill all this commotion is about? Will you look at the time? Her tooth, her tooth, she lost it. Where were you standing, Betsy? I mean, when did you last have it, darling? I showed it to Daddy, Uh and then I put it back in my pocket. Did you take her tooth? What? Did you have her tooth? She showed you her tooth, and she hasn't seen it since then. I mean, did you take it? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember any tooth. One of her loose front teeth got knocked out today, and she saved it, and now she can't find it, darling. It's Mm. lost. Did you say tooth? She was sitting on the floor watching television. Oh, was she? Honestly, maybe it fell out of the wax paper and just rolled somewhere. I'll look under the couch. Look under that big chair, will you? Mm -hmm. Look, may I ask what you are doing, crawling around on the floor? Look, we are due out there right now. What in Sam Hill are you looking for? Her tooth. She had it wrapped in wax paper, and she lost it after she showed it to you. Well, for the love of Mike, look for it tomorrow. No, I want it tonight. Well, we'll have to find it tonight. Yes, of course, she has to have it. I have to have it tonight. Why? Because she wants to put it under her pillow so the fairies will come and take it and leave her a dime. Look, this this just happens to be my boss and a vice president of the company cooling their heels out there waiting for us. All because my daughter is is waiting for the fairies to come. Now, look, this is very important to a child. Look, it's important to me, this little date we've got. The whole purpose of this dinner tonight is to discuss the possibility of our going to Brazil. Brazil? You mean... South America? South America. That Brazil? That Brazil. What other one is there? That one. Where the nuts come from. Now, if you want to know more about it, come on. I am leaving. My goodness. What does he mean? Brazil? Moving there or just a business trip? I don't know, Aunt Effie. I don't know. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Say, what's Saturday to you? A day for work around the house and garden or a day for lazy hours in the sun? Well, either way, you can add an extra dimension of pleasure to Saturday by having your radio with you and keeping the dial set right here at CBS Radio. Three delightful programs bring you laughter, music, all sorts of variety during the morning hours. There's the Galen Drake Show, for one, presided over by that amiable storyteller Galen Drake, whose anecdotes have a way of being amusing, perceptive, and memorable all at the same time. Along with the anecdotes, you will also hear songs by Stu Foster and Louise O'Brien. And there's plenty of song, too, on the Robert Q. Lewis show, sprinkled in just the right proportions among the ad-libs and the wisecracks for which Robert Q. has become famous. And then enjoy another kind of comedy altogether with Amos and Andy and the Kingfish when they open up their music hall Saturday to bring you the best record of the week along with more of their comic misadventures. You can hear Galen Drake, Robert Q. Lewis, and the Amos and Andy music hall tomorrow over most of these same stations. <laughs> Sorry, we were so late getting Aww. home. Now you missed the movie. Oh, that's all right, dear. I got the baby fed, and finally Betsy got to bed. Never did find her tooth, but she left this note for the fairy. Oh, <laughs> did she? Oh, honey, come here. Look at this. Huh? Listen to this. Dear fairies, my tooth came out, but I lost it. 
I do hope you will visit me anyhow. Love, Betsy. Kisses and hugs. Oh, no, that's cute. And don't forget to leave a dime under her pillow when you go on. No, no, no I will. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, are you going to tell me about this Brazil business, or is it still a secret? Oh, no, actually, it's just a business trip, and it may turn oh. out that nobody's wife will go anyhow, oh. so I'm not going to get all excited until I know more. You know, you know i got to send for my birth certificate. Who do I write to? Oh, clerk of court, isn't it? The, the county in which you were born? Send it to the county courthouse. It doesn't matter. It'll get to the right person. Mm. Haven't you ever sent your for your birth certificate before? No, as a matter of fact, I never had occasion to. Oh, dear. You mean you've never seen your birth certificate? No. Why? Why? Is there something funny about it? What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. you got an awful funny look on your face. Oh. There is something unusual about my birth certificate. There is. I can tell from that look. Oh, for goodness sake. Why? What's the matter with you, Aunt? And if he was just yawning. What? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, just yawning. Just yawning. Oh. oh, dear, I forgot to put out the milk bottles. Excuse me. Can't you see Aunt Evie's being mysterious about something? I, golly, I am going to send for that birth certificate oh, tonight. Honey, what could possibly be wrong, really? Come on to bed. You're always making bouts out of bowl hills, just like yelling about the phone being busy today. It really. was, so help me. Nobody. What are you making this up from 3 o'clock on? Beep, beep, Nobody beep, used beep, it at all. Beep. Oh, Oh, I made one call. <laughs> now Just we find one it. call. I, told my galley. I didn't talk over now, two minutes. Yeah, two, two minutes. minutes. Two hours. I Don't tell. I, didn't. Oh, I, didn't. God, I knew it. I could. No. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door.